0: Nearly a 1,000 people have been murdered by American police this year. Shot, killed, choked, tasered to death. And most Americans really only know the names of two or three of the nearly 1,000 people who've been killed by police. But there are two names that I need you to know, and every now and then, a case comes across my desk or across my phone And I know that this is going to be one of those cases. Two teenage boys were killed less than a week ago on this past Friday in Florida. 16-year-old A.J. Crooms, 18-year-old Sincere Pierce, high school students, boys, children, shot and killed by police. It's a horrible, horrible incident. I'm going to break it down here, and I'm going to break it down again this afternoon on the Breakdown Live so I can show you some of the video evidence. I want to tell you what I know. I'm speaking to their attorneys and local reporters now, attorneys for the family, I mean. And um, my, my blood is boiling because I see the ways police are going to try to justify this, but there's no justification for it. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King you are listening to the the, the breakdown the breakdown the breakdown where we are right now as a country i've been in this place before it's a familiar place where for months on end We protest and demonstrate against police brutality and racial injustice, the the murders of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. And at the end of some of that, there is an exhaustion, um, an exasperation, uh, a burnout, a national burnout where cases of police violence kind of languish in the shadows of those other cases in part because we've put forth so much effort, sustained effort, for months and months on end, and Lord knows 2020 feels like it is 10 years long. So much so that when people have been killed by police this September, October, November, the cases have gotten very little traction or mention publicly, nationally, Of course, in the shadows of the uh, election and, and subsequent defeat of Donald Trump, everything that just sucks the wind out of the entire news cycle and everything that should be talked about is hardly being talked about even to this day because Trump refuses to concede. And we're just continuing to live our lives like that's normal, even though he has clearly been defeated by a huge margin. Um, it's up to now nearly six million votes. The the electoral college gap is over 70, the same of, of, as Trump's defeat of Hillary Clinton, which he said was 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 a mammoth win. And what happens is in the shadows of that. When you have a horrible police shooting, you end up not getting the lead reporters covering it the national reporters. You end up not getting national activist voices and organizers speaking about it, in part because everybody is stretched so damn thin. But last Friday, something truly horrible happened in Cocoa, Florida, which is in Brevard County. And I have tried For the past 48 hours to fully wrap my mind around how two teenage boys ended up shot and killed by a sheriff from Brevard County named Jaffet Miranda, who has a horrible record of misconduct and abuse and has actually been arrested multiple times himself. Of course, never fired, never dismissed, and now he has shot two boys and i don't I don't know of a case as I think about it, where two teenage boys have been killed in the same shooting by the same officer. Maybe it's happened before I, I don't recall an incident like this, and police said. And this is so important because when you go and read the local news reports, and this is what's often terrible about local news, they just repeat everything police say. Like word for word, they don't question it, they don't interrogate it, they don't even frame it like this may not be true. They just present it like it's true. Police said that 16-year-old A.J. Crooms and 18-year-old Sincere Pierce buddies That they stole a car and that they were tracking them for stealing a car and that when they tried to confront them for the stolen car, that with got out of their cars with the the police got out of their cars, blocked the road, got their guns, pointed it at the boys, that the boys tried to run a police officer over. And I just need you to understand that's not what happened. It damn sure, 100% sure, is not what happened. Uh, Moments ago, I was able, thankfully, to speak to uh, one of the attorneys for the family, Natalie Jackson. And uh, Natalie is a a great attorney and is representing um, uh, one of the families in this case. And not only did Natalie speak to the owner of the car, so did a a brilliant uh, local journalist, a grassroots journalist named Robert Burns, who's doing wonderful work there on the case. And both Natalie and Robert spoke to the owner of the car, who said, "No, not only was my car not stolen, I never reported it stolen. Uh, the boys had permission to be in the car, and no one." And my family or anyone else reported this car stolen. It appears from journalism and work done by the local reporter, Robert Burns, that police weren't even looking for that car. But we're looking for a completely different car and just happened to see two young black boys driving in a car and decided to swarm and surround them with their guns out. and. AJ and Sincere did not, capital letters, bold print, did not try to run the police officer over. They were clearly terrified and confused at what the police were doing. And in fact, when uh, they moved their car, I've watched the video now, thankfully, uh, in a video that Robert Burns, the local reporter, made, there's a dash cam video of the shooting and the boys veered to the left to get around the police officer the police officer then walks in front of the car like they are going around him the officer walks in front of them and what he does at that point is unthinkable I have a quick word from one of our sponsors and then I'll be right back to unpack the case Of course, with the holidays coming up, some people have already started gift shopping. And if you're stuck on what to get, let me recommend a Harry's Holiday Shaving Set. I've got one. I love it. It's a practical gift that they'll actually use, and it's backed by a 100% quality guarantee. So if your loved one doesn't dig it, you'll get a full refund, but they will. For a limited time only, listeners of my show can get $5 off of a holiday shave set by heading to harrys.com breakdown. That's $5 off plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set. When you go to harrys.com breakdown, I literally used my Harry's razor this morning. The set comes with a weighted handle, three super quality razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, which I use, and a travel cover, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box to claim your $5 off plus free shipping. Go to Harry's dot com slash breakdown and let me know what you think. It's always great. It's the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, break it down now. Mind you. These boys were not in a stolen car. They were surrounded by police. Really, in the best case scenario, in a case of mistaken identity and racial profiling. And we have to understand that people are terrified in these shootings, in these moments. People are absolutely terrified. And as the boys slowly drove around the sheriff's deputy, Jafet Miranda. He begins firing. It appears he may have literally unloaded his entire clip into the car, continuing to step toward it. And even after the car passed him, he then begins firing into the passenger side of the car, shooting the passenger in the back seat, shooting and killing both boys, not only the driver, But the passenger and unloads, even after the car is no longer anywhere near him, he is firing into the driver's side window and the the back passenger window, shooting and killing both of them. I've never seen anything like it. All over the country, police departments have created new laws about firing into moving cars. Your primary objective is just to move out of the way. Move your fat ass out of the way. Just literally, the officer, Deputy Jafet Miranda, stepped into the motion of the car. You'll see it. I'm going to post all of this and talk about it on the Breakdown Live today. He stepped into the path of the car. You'll see it. All he had to do was literally either stay still or take a step to the right. Instead, he gets in the way of the car, and you'll see the tires of the car moving away from him he continues to step toward them, firing into the front windshield. And then as, they, as, as the car drifts past them, the, the, the car ends up just slowly going into a house, which is as reckless as ever. He has shot and, and killed both of the people in the car. The car then hits a house in the community. It's moving so slowly, it doesn't, thankfully, it doesn't harm anyone there. But the notion that any of this was for someone's safety, these boys hadn't even committed a crime. These boys hadn't even made a mistake. You freaked them the hell out. And what has to be taken into account here is the real level of national PTSD that people have literally. I'm not just talking about when you pull over two little boys, a 16 and 18 year old, you pull over grown black folk. And our blood pressure goes through the roof. Our heart starts racing. We start sweating. I've had people tell me, Sean, when I'm pulled over by police, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I've had so many people tell me that when they've been pulled over by the police and when they've done nothing wrong, that in their mind they literally thought, I should run, I should push on the gas, I should go somewhere safe so someone else that I know can be watching this. And these kids were terrified. Ended up shot and killed. We can debate and argue all day long. Well, the boys should have gotten out of the car when the police said, get out of the car, stop the car. They were scared. They were kids. And they had the wrong damn car. That's the bottom line. That's the truth. And now these two boys, because of a trigger-happy police officer, and now the, the lead sheriff of that county is doing everything he can to defend this shooting. It's indefensible. It's gross. I hope that we are not so traumatized and exhausted from this year that we can't make room in our hearts and minds to care about these two boys who were murdered. Anthony A.J. Crooms, he was 16. Sincere Pierce was 18. I'm going to share more today on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and more Uh, later this afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll unpack and explain this case as well as the Kawan Bobby Charles case. And I'm going to be interviewing an attorney from that case as well. So please tune in at twitch.tv slash The Breakdown later this afternoon. I'll post the link uh, everywhere across social media so you can see this case and understand it for yourself. Love and appreciate you all. Take care, everybody. Break it down. To to the hey, it's Nikki and Maria Elena, hosts of the North Star's newest podcast, America the Voiceless a podcast that's about the right to vote and the fight to vote. We believe that all Americans have a voice, but far too many Americans hit roadblocks when it comes to casting their votes. In America the Voiceless, we hear from lawmakers, historians, activists, and everyday people as we unpack the barriers some Americans have to overcome to make sure their voices are heard during the voting process. You can listen to a new episode of America the Voiceless every Thursday this fall. All episodes are available on the northstar.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. America, the-